Welcome to episode 3232 of the Dealers Compressed Podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly. I will be your guide, your host, your friend, um, your friend's friend. I'm just a people person. And today we are going to talk about the concept, you reap what you sow. And sometimes I get nervous when I see an open door. Close your eyes, clear your heart. Um, we're also going to talk later on about Netflix and HBO. We're going to talk about uh, branding a little bit. And it all kind of, man, we've been having so much fun lately. But the LinkedIn audience, especially as it relates to this podcast, is really tied in tight. And um, uh, the community is kind of growing. If, if you don't follow or connected with me on LinkedIn, please reach out on LinkedIn because that kind of the most social media conversation goes on there. Like I'm on Instagram and Twitter and you see those handles below. Last week, we talked about what happened in 2008 when the market crashed, and I posed a question on LinkedIn saying, hey, give me your stories. Like, what, where were you, especially if you're in the car business, but in any business, where were you when that happened or when you realized it was really going to make an impact? And, um, you know, one of, the, one of the responses, and we had some great conversation going on, a lot of people commented, and one said, you know, we got a fax from Capital One just saying, hey, we don't do business in your state anymore. And I was like, that's a new one. I haven't heard that before. And a lot of other banks did the same thing. So I'm trying to imagine like what it's like all of a sudden if the primary financing vehicle you used to get your customers financed to buy your product all of a sudden said, yeah, we're out, we're done. And um, yeah, so a little a little side sidebar there about the LinkedIn page and the LinkedIn feed. But um, there really is a community that's responding and talking to one another and learning and growing together. And I hope that by sewing into that community and you can as well, that by sewing into a community that you will be able to reap, you know, some knowledge and um, reap some, you know, camaraderie and best practices and that we can all get better together. Cause that is really why I started the podcast is so that we could move forward together. Like I said, I'm a people person, so I prefer to do things in a group uh, rather than be by myself doing something. I like that team mentality, like the camaraderie, I like the growth, I like the mentoring, being mentored, mentoring. But this week, you reap what you sow. I like the fact that the word you is in both sides of that phrase, right? Because it's a personal accountability phrase. You reap what you sow. There aren't many excuses in that phrase. It is an excuse suffocator. It's true in just about every area of life, maybe every area of life. I don't really want to speak in absolutes, but reach out. Prove me wrong. You reap what you sow. I think the original intent of that phrase you know, came from agriculture and farming it's an old phrase. It's in the Bible. It's that old. The principle, you reap what you sow, right? If you put corn in the ground, corn grows up. Duh, right? It makes a lot of sense. If you work out really hard and eat right, you will look great and be healthy. Easy. If you do the work, you reap the result. Conversely, if 
you neglect things or you put garbage in, you get garbage out. I think one of the most poignant ways that we can understand this and kind of start to process through this in our lives is in relationships. And, you know, I like to talk about things that are kind of universal truths in a sense, like they're true in business and they're true in relationships and they're true in parenting and they're true in finances. And this is the concept that is like the macro. It applies to everything in your finances. Guess what? If you spend less than you make and you put some away and you invest a little, do you think your life will be more financially secure? Yes. But if you spend more than you make and never save and never invest, should you really be surprised when you don't have anything and your creditors are banging down your door, right? Not judging, I'm just saying. The point is back to you reap what you sow. The you in both sides of those is an accountability. It's an excuse crusher. So in your life, when it comes to an unsatisfying situation or something that seems hard or tough, very simple question to ask yourself, what did I sow? If this is what's growing out of the ground right now, whether that's a, a, a difficult relationship or a bad financial spot or a business that isn't profitable and is going under or a campaign that isn't working, well, look back at the beginning. What did you sow to get to that point? It's so easy to blame other people. It is so, it's like the natural default of man to blame other people. Until you understand that you reap what you sow and you really buy it and believe it and look at everything in your life and you're like, somehow I sowed something that got me toward, at least toward this situation. Until you get to that point, you're going to make excuses. And if you make excuses, you're going to hate this podcast. And you're going to hang, hate hanging around us, right? Because the excuses don't matter because nobody cares. Nobody cares about your excuse. You reap what you sow. It's the bottom line. So whatever you're doing today, I hope that you look at those situations in your life and for the tough situations, you think, what did I sow into this situation? And then take some ownership of it and then sow something better. Sometimes it involves pulling that old thing out of the ground, throwing it out, planting something new, knowing that if you cultivate that, something else will grow up and you can reap that at a later time. It's patience. And conversely, look, if you have a lot of good things going on in your life right now, it is very important to analyze what did I sow in order to reap this great thing. So it works both ways, but the bottom line is personal accountability, understanding that you are in control of your reactions. You are in control of what goes in the ground. Own it, take responsibility for it, and I hope this little reminder and this little truth helps you do better. Simple truth. Now, let's talk about business a little bit. And, you know, we always talk about something automotive related. It is the Dealers Compressed podcast. So we do have a special place in our heart for auto dealers. Um, but I also think that general business practice and general marketing practice, et cetera, et cetera, is applicable in this situation that I'm going to talk about. So this week, actually, it was just today, I think. And by the time you see this podcast, it's going to be a few days later. So 
this week or recently, they had the Emmys and Netflix had the same amount of Emmys or they tied HBO. I don't know if they edged them out, but very close in Emmy nominations. And if you don't know much about the TV world or production world, Emmy is an award for good programming and Netflix, remember the video mail order rental company? Well, they've just gone toe-to-toe at the Emmys with HBO, like, I don't know if they're the oldest, but one of the oldest or first networks to produce their own content specific to a viewer base. So HBO, you know, Sopranos and probably before that, I don't know, Sopranos is just the first one that came to mind. But now it's Netflix. They finally caught up and they're set to surpass. Why? Let's tie that back to you reap what you sow. Well, let's go back. Netflix started by renting videos. That's other people's content, delivering it to the customer in media form like DVDs. And I don't know if they ever did VHS, but in DVDs. And then they realized the customer wanted to stream and that's where it was going. So they began to sow into the technology needed to run servers that could stream at a high quality and on demand and they're very expensive, and there was a lot of technology they had to develop, and they did. And now, what are they reaping? An immense amount of intention, right? Blockbuster, out of business. Netflix, front and center. This is how people are starting to consume media. Attention. They sowed those things. They reaped attention. Now, what are they going to do with that attention? Well, now they know people's watching habits. So they took that information And then they sewed into building a production company and studio and started producing the content and sewing the money into producing the content that the audience wanted. So what are they reaping now? Emmy nominations. Why? Because people love the stuff. Why? Because they listened to what the attention was telling them. Why? Because they wanted to sew in a profitable and beneficial manner. So real world example, Netflix just sewed that. And they reaped this, sowed this and reaped that. So yeah, you get it. So it works in business. And the next kind of step in that, so we talked about personal accountability, you reap what you sow. Then we translate to a business example of Netflix, right? Sowing into the content and what the people wanted and reaping Emmys and attention and incredible valuations. And the next step that I want to talk about is what are you, so now I'm talking to you in business or a dealership owner or a business owner or small business owner, what are you sowing into in this season of your business or your dealership or your organization? What are you sowing into? Because that's what you're going to reap. And there are short-term things to sow into. There are long-term things to sow into. Let me give you an example. So let's talk marketing, okay? AdWords. Is that a short-term or a long-term investment. It's a short-term investment. Why? Because you sow a lot of money into your AdWords and you reap an immediate and quick and sometimes expensive crop. No real roots. It just runs and then it's done. And then next month, right, you sow more into those AdWords and then you reap some, right, short-term cycle. Reap, sow, sow, reap. A video, video production, a great one, right? So I have a creative agency. We do branding and marketing and production and execution in the way that's going to get attention, right? So that's what we focus on, right? I told you I had more than one shirt last week. 
because I always wear a black T-shirt or, or white T-shirt. have more than one, so I'm wearing my congruent shirt this week, right? It's my agency, and that's what we do. So we make videos. I'll bring this around. Bear with me. So we make videos and all types of content and strategy and branding and messaging, all this stuff. But videos specifically, we'll run AdWords too. Videos specifically, right? You sow money into producing a video for a purpose. Let's say a human resources video, right? You're trying to build your company culture. You're trying to hire well. So people need to understand why they are going to work at your, at your dealership or at your business. So you sow money into that and you reap, hopefully, some attention, right? So this is a longer term investment than like AdWords per se, right? You have a position open, you run some AdWords, right? You get some applicants, then you have to do the cycle again. A video, a little bit more of a long-term investment, right? So if you make the right video with the right purpose and the right trajectory, right? You're gonna spend some money up front, right? So you're sowing some money and time in, but if you do it well, right? You're gonna get a longer life cycle out of that video. So the AdWords, you're gonna have like a 30-day cycle and then you're gonna have to pour more money in. Employment videos, if they're done right, right, you're going to get a number of years out of them. It depends on how much your business changes and the people change and your, your value prop changes as an employer. But you're going to put some money in there and now you're going to get some more legroom or some more headroom out of it. You're going to get one, two, three, four, five years out of a video, depending on how well it's done and how thoughtful it is. Now, I want to talk about something that's the longest term, in my opinion, in business. And this is my soapbox. This is the drum that I beat. I'm going to beat it to death because I don't hear anybody else beating it. And that's brand. When you invest in brand, when you invest in the things that matter to your business and to your customers, you invest in getting your messaging clear, you invest in people understanding what your reason for why is, I'm not talking about the month's sale, the flavor of the month. I'm talking about why your business exists and why people should trust you. Invest in that feeling that they get when they think about you and making that, and making that a good feeling and a relatable feeling to them. When you invest in that, you are going to reap a long-term benefit. Last week, we talked about in 2008 when the stock market took a dip, right? And guess what? That AdWords campaign all of a sudden got cut, first of all, because you didn't have the money for it anymore. And if your business was based on this cycle of AdWords, guess what? You were screwed. Why? Because you didn't have the money to keep feeding the, you know, to keep sowing the crop and watering it and harvesting it. But I would argue that the companies that built the strongest brands weathered that storm the best. That's why small dealerships began to get eaten up like crazy. That's why the groups, the, the strong groups got stronger because they had the brand equity. So my encouragement and um, point to you today is that examine where you are sowing in this bull market in the uptime because when it does correct and when the reaper comes and... All the, the tight seasons come and the cuts, the budget cups come and consumer confidence eventually drops a little bit and inflation starting to catch up. When all that happens, your AdWords campaign that you ran this month is not going to matter. You're going to be tight. You're going to have to figure out a way out of the hole. And I'm telling you, if you sow into your brand equity and building your brand value and it's authentic and well done and legitimate and well thought out, guess what? you're still going to reap that in the down season. 
Why? Because you sowed a long-term crop. So that all comes back to, I'm going to end the rant, but it's something that I really feel strongly about. And it's one of the reasons that I want to help, especially auto dealers do it, but all businesses do it. I'm doing it for myself in my company, my brand, my personal brand. Why? Because I believe that the feeling you get and what you come to expect and what our clients of our agency expect, right, is the thing that outlasts the month in and month out sales cycle and sales push. I know it's true. Time tells us it's true. The most valuable brands in the world tell us it's true. And it's not that you have to be a Nike or you have to be a Coca-Cola to, to achieve this. You can wow customers and make an impact in your market if you do it well and you do it right. The ad words are still important. I'm not saying they're not important. I'm not saying that making videos still important, but I'm saying the macro, you reap what you sow. And if you sow long-term, you're going to reap long-term. And that's my call to you this week. You reap what you sow. I hope we'll learn together. I hope we'll grow together. I hope we get to meet. By the time this podcast airs, Hyrology Convention is only going to be one week away actually from the date that this podcast launches. So Hyrology Convention, uh, the day is October 2nd. I will be there. I'm not speaking, but I'll be there. And I hope you go because it's a beneficial um, conference to go to if you care about your growing the people side of your business and you know managing the inflow and the outflow and the company culture of candidates in and converting them to hires and all that stuff. Some of the smartest people I've ever met on the topic. I think Billy Bean is going to be there. So if you're a baseball fan, Moneyball, Oakland A's, uh, Brad Pitt, he was casted as Brad Pitt or Brad Pitt was casted as Billy Bean in the movie. So um, it's called Moneyball. Go watch it. It's awesome. Uh, I'll be there. I hope you come say hi. I kind of look the same all the time. Hat, beard, T-shirt, probably won't say congruent. Maybe it will. I don't know. Um, so that's in a week, uh, three or four weeks, no, four or five weeks from now, going to be teaching a workshop on a crash course in dealership branding. So I'm going to talk more about this branding stuff in person and live in Las Vegas at the at Driving Sales Executive Summit. First day, first breakout session, 4 p.m. on Sunday. I hope you join. Also, NADA, that's a little bit further off. And hey, I'm always available. You reach out. I um, just had somebody this week reach out and uh, to start a good conversation about uh, building a motorcycle dealership and all this other fun stuff. So all that to say, I hope that in these podcasts and by building this community, investing this time, it's not a paid podcast. We're not sponsored. I'm doing it to sow long term so that I can reap long term. And so we together as a community can find value in it, can begin to reap some growth reap some best practices, reap some encouragement, reap some positivity. And that makes me happy. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I hope you have a great week. Remember, audit what you've been sowing so you can audit what you've been reaping. They both work together. It's the accountability. It's the excuse killer. You reap what you sow. Thanks. I'm going to do the outro one more time because I said thanks. No, I'll leave it. Thanks. I mean it. It's legit. <laughs>